Welcome to the Faith-Based Weight Loss for Women podcast. My name is Diana Sahakian, and I specialize in helping women lose weight, gain energy, and reduce stress. In this podcast, I will provide you information, motivation, and support that you need to help you experience total transformation in mind, body, and spirit. I want to help you move from stuck to unstoppable, exhausted to energized, and defeated to feeling confident again. Once again, welcome to the Faith-Based Weight Loss for Women podcast. Welcome to the Faith-Based Weight Loss podcast. It is um, Friday and we're here again for a live training So great that it's Friday and so great to be together again. Um, And we have a very exciting topic for you today. And I can't wait to dive in. Um, You guys know the drill if you've uh, done this before. If you are watching live, then of course we want to know that. So please put that in the comments. You can see I have a guest here today. And like I said, we are super excited about our topic today. Um, And uh, what we're going to learn, this is a topic that many of you have asked about, and uh, I wanted to go over it with um, Chris here, who I'm going to introduce in a minute. So um, if you're new to the group, my name is Diana, and I am the founder of the group, and I um, am so excited every day to help women lose weight and be transformed in mind, body, and spirit. Today, our topic is how to overcome the myth that losing weight during menopause is impossible. And for those of you watching, you know I have my notes because I work hard on preparing for these. So if I'm looking back and forth, that's no secret. I'm looking at my notes and it helps me stay focused and not ramble. And that's what we wanna do. We wanna get you the good information effectively and um, in a way to help you transform. And that's our goal. So today we wanna talk about overcoming the myth that losing weight during menopause is impossible. If you are watching this later on YouTube, or on um, iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're watching this, we wanna invite you to come and join our community live because this is one of the best, the best, not one of the best, at least for me, maybe I'm biased, faith-based weight loss community for women. And if you aren't part of the community, head on over to www.facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash faith-based weight loss for women. And um, we would love to have you join us live. You can engage here. Um, Actually, I see some comments coming and you guys know I love that. And uh, you can ask questions and just engage and also uh, benefit from the support, the community, the free resources, the trainings that all take place in this group. So uh, that is my intro. And before we dive in, I always like to celebrate some wins. We want to celebrate because our life is filled with so much um, struggle and um, celebrating our losses. We get so used to thinking that way that this is why we start every training, every podcast with uh, wins. And so today 
Um, Mary Ellen shared with our community, client community, that her BMI has just dropped below 25. And she has been working, Mary Ellen was on an interview a while ago um, in July, and she is in the next phase of the program and continues to make progress towards her goals. So that is one of the first goals, like for some of our clients is to get down into a healthy BMI. So that's a big deal. And that was one of her main goals. Um, and she's seeing her other numbers, body composition numbers get into the normal. So join me in giving Mary Ellen a shout out. Um, I wanna welcome a few people guys, cause I love to welcome you. Camelia's here live, Carol, uh, good. And then good morning, I, I, that's good, Carol, you're with us. And Tina, so glad to have you here live. I think this might be your first live. Uh, give Mary Ellen a shout out you guys and uh, let's keep celebrating. Um, I also wanted to share a win from Margaret, who just for one week now has stopped loading her morning coffee with the sugary artificial creamers that she knew she needed to get rid of. And she's working on cutting out the soda because we don't want that kind of sugar and um, artificial sweeteners and sugars and all that into our system. Um, and so she has made mindset um, wins where she's recognized that these are have been kind of strongholds and idols and really uh, working through what we work through, um, relinquishing those and recognizing we don't want anything to be so important to us that we can't give it up, right? And so uh, give Margaret a shout out. Um, let's keep those uh, shout outs going. And so again, if you're live, uh, engage with me, you know my all caps rule. And uh, yeah, uh, we also had another win come on this morning. Debbie continues to lose weight and she is at 33 pounds now and really winning in her mind and giving her life to the Lord. Guys, this is not just about weight loss. This is about transformation. We're gonna learn about that today um, with my guest here. And I'm gonna transition right into introducing um, our guest who has been working with me and has really become a friend. Her name is Chris and I, um, so happy to have you share your story, Chris. Thank you for being with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, and cool fact, Chris lives in Germany. Uh, her family uh, has been missionaries to Germany for a year. And so it's late where she is, but she has been willing to come on with us. So uh, we appreciate that so much. And I wanted to pick Chris for today's topic, which was how to overcome the myth that losing weight during menopause is impossible because Chris was exactly there when her and I met. And uh, Chris, you remember those first few conversations? Um, tell us a little bit about what you felt or the struggles you were having um, in your body that you wanted to change. Mm -hmm. Well, I would say in my life, I've been able to manage my weight. So when menopause came and I couldn't, then I just kind of thought, well, I'll just keep doing what I have done before, exercise more, eat less. Um, so then I started seeking help and started researching. And so, um, yeah, I was at the point of having tried so many things and nothing worked. So I was like, you like to say I was stuck. And that's yeah. where I was. Yeah. I was just, I didn't know where to turn. That's where I was. And I remember like, it, you know, when I, a lot of you have talked to me now, and part of my job is to determine who's a, a good fit for my program. And I kept trying to 
uh, talk Chris out of it because she mm -hmm. didn't have a ton of weight to lose. And so I thought, well, you don't know, you know, but she was persistent. And it was really, as I talked to you, it was the, the menopause changes that were really frustrating you. And though your total weight loss was no more than 15 pounds, I think in total mm -hmm. would put you in a really healthy place, but you were stuck, you were frustrated, and that mm -hmm. was affecting other areas of your life. Would you say, would you agree? Yes, with that? definitely, definitely. I was trying to have a godly attitude about it and saying, well, it's, my body isn't number one and I am aging. And I looked at other women my age and saw, oh, well, they have skinny arms, skinny legs and belly. So why can't you, why can't I just be happy that that's just the way I looked at my mom and saw her the same thing. And I thought maybe that's just what has to happen. But in my mind, I was like, no, I don't want that to happen. I, I, I just didn't want that. And it was making me frustrated with myself that I couldn't accept it. But on the other hand, I did want change. And I tried everything. I tried I tried, I talked to my doctor, I did detoxes, I did HCG, HCG I did um, membership at a gym, I did um, healthy fats, I did keto, I did, I tried everything. And it just kept going up, up, mm -hmm. up, That's up, what, up yeah. no and matter was, what I did, up, up. And I and knew it was, was hormonal. But, yeah, but that was the turning point that I felt like you were really uh, highlighting is that not only was it not going down, no, your weight was going up. And guys, like I talked to a lot of women and Chris was like very uh, educated um, accurately, right? Like she wasn't doing crazy stuff mm -mm. Uh, as we were talking. And so like, but I knew that again, I talk a lot about the cut and paste. So some of it was cut and paste where she had a lot of information, but also she, um, there were some things that we'll talk about later in the interview that were necessary to make the changes for menopause that weren't being, were being missed. And so that was a big thing, but right, that was so frustrating. Here you were trying so many things and your weight was inching up. Mm -hmm. I want to um, just hang a little on the lies. So today, our first point is we want to recognize the lies that women believe about weight loss. And number one is that we believe, we start to believe that we can't lose weight. And would you say you, you started to believe that lie? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the up. second one is the belly fat. Yeah. I'd never seen that. Well, I've had five kids and I looked six months pregnant and I, my daughter was pregnant and I'm like, I don't want to look like my pregnant daughter right now. So yeah. I'd never had that lingering, even after all my five babies, I'd never had had that weird belly fat. I'd had, I had, and I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. And this is guys, I mean, again, this is, if you can relate to Chris, let's go ahead and get some comments going here, get some energy. Um, we've got a few, if you can relate, if you're like having um, changes in your belly fat and you're like, whoa, um, you know, I had a coworker uh, in the past that was so frustrating. She was my right hand and people would ask her if she was pregnant and she was like 50 something. And people can be so insensitive, number one, like who would ask that, right? But number two, imagine that, like that's, that's hard. Chris is being real. Her daughter's pregnant. She feels like she looks similar. And, you know, that can really be frustrating. And especially as godly women, we're, we're somehow taught to think like, 
we're wrong to feel bad about it because God loves us anyways. And guys, God does love us regardless. But when we feel like this, it's hard for us to receive and um, experience that love. And, and, and again, that doesn't change his love. So we have to learn to receive it. It's that like fine balance. But Satan wants us to live in the lie that our bodies have to be that dysfunctional. So if you're watching and you can relate, I'm gonna just see here if we're getting, cause I'm not seeing a lot of comments. I might not be getting the live comments cause I, I am sure our listeners are relating. Um, and so let us know here, um, I'm just clicking on my comments. I might have to go to my phone. Sometimes I can't see all the comments guys and I like to see you participate with me. Um, so you guys know, I love that part. So here I am going to try to see here what's going on. So if you can relate, drop a relate. Yes. I'm seeing some comments come through, uh, Mar Marcia or Marcia. I, I hope I'm saying your name right. Um, she says the only pla place I gain weight is in the stomach area. Um, and Tina said same way, two kids, 34 years old, belly fat has just expanded over the last five years. So Chris's struggle guys, and I know more of you are gonna drop comments on replay, et cetera. Uh, this is a lie. So the lie today, and you've noticed I do this a lot. We wanna debunk lies because as long as we believe lies, we will, you know, we become what we think. So if we decide it's impossible to lose weight during menopause and it's impossible to lose belly fat during menopause, then guess what? You're not going to get the results. We're getting more relates. Chris, Christina says, I relate, relate. Um, other relates here. I love it. Um, somebody else, uh, M-A-R-C-I-A. How would you say that, Chris? Marcia or Marsha? I would probably say Marsha. All right. I'm going to go with Marsha, guys. <laughs> I, I hope I'm saying it. Marsha, maybe you could say so I'm going to go with Marsha and drop me a correct because I love getting people's names right. And Marsha, I've been getting to know you on the page. She said she always said she didn't want to be 60 and looking pregnant. So um, again, I met Chris where she was stuck and literally she kept showing up. And finally, I was like, OK, let's talk about the program. And so you were believing those lies. And Chris, you already touched on these. But what were some of the things you were doing? You mentioned exercise more and eat less. Mm -hmm. So is that something you were doing? Yes, definitely. I did a whole detox, a fruit, a smoothie detox. I did keto. I did, oh, I, I did uh, HCG. I did uh, gym. I did uh, Trim Healthy Mama. I did, you name it, I did it. And I was very faithful. Like I told you, Diana, it's not a matter of motivation. I had motivation and I mm -hmm. eat healthy. It was not that I wasn't eating healthy. That wasn't the problem. Yeah, no, and that's exactly right. So again, uh, really interesting place where Chris was when we met. And so what attracted you about the faith-based program and uh, what has changed since we began working together? Kind of diving into, so we identified, you believed the lies, you tried everything, you were stuck, exhausted, your mindset was kind of uh, tormented with these lies. And then we met. And so walk us through uh, what was about the faith-based five principle method program that drew your attention? Let's focus on that first. Well, I would say the reason that I plunged in was because there's lots of programs, but the faith-based was very important to me. Um, and I sense from you, Diana, that 
you were genuine, that you wanted the best for me, that it was going to be personal to me, that it wasn't just going to be a cookie cut out, we'll try this and this is for everybody. Um, it wasn't a product that you were trying to sell me, you know, try this pill and it's going to solve it for you. Um, I realized that it wasn't a diet, that it was going to be a life changing, lifestyle changing. And basically I was given hope. I think that was the main thing. I tested to see, can I have hope in this or not? And I felt like I could because it was balanced, was not extreme. It was something that I, I thought I could do. Um, you know, it was, if it was some astronomical amount of exercise or unrealistic expectations, then I don't think I would have. But all of that put together, I just decided, I mean, I will say I wasn't 100%, oh, this is going to work. But I, it took a step of faith. So faith-based, but faith-based on my part to yes. have the faith that I am going to try this. Yeah, so. I love that. And I love what uh, you said so many things. You felt it was balanced. It was comprehensive. You um, said something else. Um, I'm forgetting now, but you really took a step of faith, but you mm -hmm. felt, oh, this is what it was. And I want you guys to drop this if you sense this, that there was hope, that mm. there was hope for change. And I, if you want hope, I want you to put hope in the comment that there's hope that you can change. And guys, uh, I talked about this uh, last week, I think, but like God puts us through seasons of life and we need to learn to relate with those seasons, not just push fast forward. And so sure, some of the changes in our bodies are because of sin in the world, but nevertheless, we are, um, we are not without hope. Right. And this is the purpose of this, uh, of what I love the most. I'm seeing so many hopes, guys. I love it. I'm losing my all caps here, guys. You guys know I got to see the all caps because that's like what gets my fire going. I know it like can be hard to do it. Some of you, though, are giving me all caps and I love it. Fiona, good to see you here. She can relate. Barb, so good to have you here. We are, as Christians, we should be the most hopeful people, right? Mm -hmm. But when we're stuck in our mind, body, and spirit, and guys, when we don't feel good about ourselves, when we have pain, when we have weight, when we try hard and we fail, it's like, you know, that carnival game where you're boom, 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 pounded down. That's how you feel all the time. And it's real. And we want you to know, we understand. You guys know my story. Chris was the same way. And today, Chris's story is not like she's all at her goals. She's working mm -hmm. at it. We're going to get to that part of the story. Mm -hmm. As we were preparing for this interview, you know, she had traveled. Tell us about your summer, Chris. You've been traveling for how many weeks? Yeah, I traveled for seven weeks. So it was really hard to stay on the, on the program, but I came it's not like, oh, it's not going to work now. So I'm off of this thing. Yeah. And I fast forwarded. Let's backtrack a second. So you started the program and mm -hmm. you were several weeks into it before your travel. So tell us kind of like um, what, um, how much weight have you lost? I think you're close to 10 pounds, correct? Yeah. Close to you're 10 gonna... pounds, which yeah. doesn't sound like a much, which is what I always said, like to my husband, I don't want to lose a lot. I just want to lose 15. It's not a big deal. Yeah, and you have it. about five more to go. Yeah, so I yeah. have about five more to go. But so. that's where I said Chris had, uh, you know, as a missionary, she was traveling and was on the road for six mm. weeks. And yeah. you're going to notice travel is a challenge to maintaining the rhythms that we work to restore, but it's not impossible. And the good news is you, you stayed steady through your travels. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And you made the best 
choices you could right for the things you were taught correct yes mm -hmm. so um how much and and you still have five pounds so what made the five principle method faith-based program different from other programs that you know the most significant things that you could share um well like i said the faith i felt like it was holistic it wasn't just my weight so i have i have adopted all of it not just part of it i have adopted the body but i've also the spirit the emotional part i i knew that stress every time that i would be frustrated with my weight i knew oh i better not be stressed because i know that that puts on weight so but i didn't know how to deal with it so i have adopted all of the whole thing the whole process the whole way of not just eating the enjoyment of workouts the enjoyment of movement the enjoyment of the food schedule that i have the sleep schedule the eating schedule i've i've just adopted all of it and so i think that's the difference with something else something else just deals with one part of your life mm -hmm. and that might be affected but this affects it affects how I get up in the morning. It affects how I go to bed at night. It affects how I treat my, my teenage boys. It, it, it's the whole package. So yeah. I think that's how it's different. Yeah, let's, the stress part is so important and so many women are interested in learning about the stress piece. And did you feel you were given um, the tools you need to understand how stress affects the journey, how to overcome, manage stress? Because one thing we talk about a lot is the point is not to look for a stress-free life because that doesn't exist, right? Right, right, definitely. So how did you feel like you felt you really learned new things to help you how to deal with stress? Tell us a little more there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, my my job is dealing with that. Um, we're over here helping other missionaries deal with their stress. We are member care for our mission. So that's what we do. I should know all about that. So I, I know about it. I know about it here. But just giving me really practical tools, really practical. So not just knowledge. The training has been awesome, but actual things to do actual so now when i i sense that stress i'm not sleeping i'm not going to sleep i'm my mind is i diana just pounds it pounds it pounds it week after week after week after week that eventually it sticks in there that your mindset and at the beginning yeah i got it i understood i knew what she was talking about but the repetitive over and over and over and over again so that now it's not that I don't have stress. I had a lot of stress this summer at me, but I didn't let it like overcome me. I guess that's what it is. Yeah, so, that's, yeah. that's, I love that. That is so good. And I smile because my kids would agree on this. That I pounded <laughs> into them. So I, I'm going to take that as a good thing. Yeah, uh, it is oh, a good thing. Yeah, no. And, and again, if you are wanting to overcome stress, let's drop that in the comments. Or if you can relate, give me some uh, connection. Guys, I know sometimes like we want stress gone. And guess what? In our program, we don't set that expectation because we did a training on expectations, right? If your expectation is to get healthy and well when you don't have stress, then I have a newsflash for you. That's that day's not going to happen because out of, you know, we talk a lot about like 80-20 in our program and 80% of life is with stress. And in fact, it could almost be 90 and 10 to 20% is with is without. And so 
And again, we talk a lot about how stress plays into our weight and in menopause. And we're not talking guys, just the stress of like, you got bad news. Like we're stressed because Corona is coming back, you know, in the fall, or we're stressed because of the things that are happening around our world. And, you know, so many bad things. No, we're talking the stress of like menopause and the stress of um, the types of foods you eat and the stress of pain and the stress of um, this lack of sleep. This, there's so many things that our bodies are so stressed. And we talk about all of that. And again, I think Chris, that is where you're um, really leaning in even deeper as we go. We're getting so many stresses in the comment, you guys. Um, yes, stress. So, and that's what we talk about a lot. You can do everything right, but have your stress unmanaged and you will put on weight. And it can be so frustrating because it is not concrete. It isn't like saying I ate 1500 calories today. That is like black and white. Stress is the gray uh, color. It's the abstract art. So if you don't like abstract art without clear defined line, stress is going to be harder for you to manage. But you have really grown in that and it's been so fun to watch you grow in that. So I so appreciated. Um, I've just enjoyed watching your journey. And like I said, it is not massive numbers and it has not been easy. It has been a fight. And I know, Chris, like you can maybe even speak to that. You're constantly having to revisit your mindset, right? Yep. Yep, definitely. And I think menopause doesn't just affect you physically. It messes with your mind. You know, it's a hormonal thing. So of course, it's not just, oh, now my body gains weight. No, it messes with brain fog. It messes with your identity, you, you know, you're trying to deal with, okay, now I am older. Oh, now, how am I going to, it's, it's a mental, emotional, it's all of that together. So menopause, yeah, you only experience it once, I guess. So you got it. You do have to get through it. But I, I, my, I thought, oh, I'll just get through this. Then I wasn't getting through it. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. good. What advice would you give someone who is the spot you were in six months ago? Um, yeah, I would say it does take faith. It does take a, a decision to um, take that step of faith of thinking. If you if you really want a, a program that is holistic, if you want accountability, if you want, for some people, it's more motivational. For me, that wasn't the piece that I needed. I didn't need motivation. I needed answers. So if you want answers that are personal to you, then that's, I, I think that that's what the program did for me. So. Yeah, that's good. And what do you want other people who are struggling to lose weight? What words of encouragement can you give women in menopause? You kind of touched on that, but anything else you want to uh, address uh, kind of thoughts? Well, I do think that um, God has given us bodies and minds and experiences, our abilities, our gifts, all that, and we are responsible to steward them. So I think a lot of women, when we get to this age, kind of think it's over. I have the advantage that I have, I, I have older kids, but I also have younger kids. So I'm in my mind, my body might be 57 years old, but I still have teenage boys. And so I have to steward my body. I want to be healthy for my grandkids. I want to be healthy for my kids. I want to not to impress anybody or, and I want to age well. I don't want to pretend that I'm a teenager. So I want to steward it. So I would say my word, if you're struggling with your weight, if you're struggling with menopause, we're just getting going and we can't just say, oh, this is what happened. So no, I say we got to 
like dig in deeper because yeah, okay, now this is a challenge, but we've, we've got to, we've got to steward old age. I'm not, I'm not even old, but I want to grow old in wisdom and grace how God wants me to. I just want to do that until I die, whether I die at 80 or 75 or 95. I so. love that. I want to, I just have a few more things. I thought we were wrapping up, but I remembered a bunch of questions. Do you feel now you know how to tackle the menopause monster? You guys know I like alliterations. Do you feel like you understand the formula of what you need to do to, to deal with the physical and other changes of menopause? Well, I feel like it worked. You know, mm -hmm. nothing else has worked. So yeah, um, I don't understand it. Like you understand it because you, no, but you know what to do is what I mean. Yes. Feel, oh, yeah. And you feel you have um, it's like a light, you know, you're not on a diet. You have made the lifestyle changes yes. where the sense that I, yeah. I can't do anything about this. This is just the way it's going to be. You don't feel there anymore. You know, it's like you have your armor and you're ready to tackle the menopause monster. Yeah. And I would say I like it all. You know, there isn't anything that I do in the program that I don't like. I like yeah. every, every aspect of it. I get up in the morning and say, oh, yay, I get to do this. Oh, yay, I get to do this. Oh, yay. So I like, and maybe that's not for everybody, but for me, I like the whole, the whole thing. So yeah, it, I love it. That makes me really happy, guys. And uh, Chris, I didn't fully introduce you except to say you're a missionary, but tell us you have how many kids? I have five. Uh, and I want them to know you have, you, how old's your oldest? My oldest is 33 and my youngest, youngest is 15. And how so many grandkids? I have eight grandchildren too. So guys, so, Chris is doing amazing. And a, yeah. And a gap between my third and my fourth of 11 years. So yeah, you know, which I can relate to Chris. On yeah, that I, know I have a big gap between my second and third. But like, yeah, it's kind of crazy. She's got five kids. Um, Tracy says here, the shift in mindset is definitely helpful. So guys, so that's, uh, again, Chris has a lot of reasons to want to stay healthy. We say a lot in this program and kind of the tagline is learn to love the life God called you to and live it well. And kind of, then I add, so you can get to the finish line with no Without regrets. regrets. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. They're pounding it in. I've heard it so many times that I yeah. say it to myself all the time. But it's exciting, right? You feel yeah. like that's what's happening. You love mm -hmm. the life God called you to. Yeah. You're living it well. And you're doing better at getting to the finish line with no regrets. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, guys, um, that is our interview with Chris. She is continuing with the five principles and her journey. And we're going to get her down those five more pounds. That's what we're focusing on now because she's back in Germany on her routine, kids back at school. Um, Chris, thank you so much. I, Chris is always, you guys, like she's like the perfect student. She says, I love every part of the program. I mean, how hard is it to coach someone who is like that? Thank you for that. But I have seen her um, grow and change and we really appreciate you coming on and sharing your story. And guys, give Chris a shout out in the comments. And if um, her story has inspired you, uh, share that with us. Guys, we are a community that wants to get involved with each other. I wanna hear from you. Whether you choose to be my client or not, that is secondary, right? This page is for anybody who wants to be part of this community. And I do a ton of free stuff. So some of you are like, 
you know, should we still stay on the page? Absolutely. I am committed to this group. And then those of you who feel led to be my clients, that is just another group of women that I love and get to know more and work more closely with. But never does it mean you shouldn't be in the community. And as you see, I do a weekly training, lots of free resources. And I genuinely pour my heart and soul into this because for me, it is a job, but it is also my calling. And I'm fortunate to be able to do that and to meet women like Chris and help them uh, lose weight and be transformed. So again, we're gonna wrap up for today. I'm looking at the comments. Fiona says, thank you. Marsha told me her name is Marsha. She says, thank you so much in all caps. Marsha, ooh, I get excited when I see that. Um, and I know it's so goofy, but I gotta give it up, but I can't guys. Hope is in the air, said Tina, yes. Great hearing, Chris. I love it. So we'll keep looking at the comments. If you're watching on replay, let us know if you're a new member, welcome whatever it is, always be on the lookout because exciting things lie ahead. And um, we're going to have a challenge coming up soon. That's going to be a really good one. So just stay tuned to the page and reach out again. If you do want us to reach out, maybe put help all caps in the comments. That will give me a signal that you want me to reach out. Um, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend, Chris. You better head off to bed so your sleep schedule is not yeah, that's compromised. Right. <laughs> take a walk first. Wait, is it? Oh, it's not as late as normal. Yeah, yeah no. no, you're okay. Sorry, yeah, my I'm bad. I, I have time for a walk. Yes, you do. And Chris has beautiful scenery on her walks. So with that, we're going to close. I thank you. And I um, thank you all for joining us. And we'll see you again next week. Have a great night, evening, Chris. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Faith-Based Weight Loss for Women podcast, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on faith-based weight loss, please go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash faith-based weight loss for women and join me in the faith-based weight loss community. I hope to see you soon.